seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. And I'm Alicia Piazza of Custom Marketing Solutions. And I'm Justin Kerr of Justin Kerr Design. And together we make up the, the Marketing, Marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. Wow, that's the best one ever, I think. Mm. I'm not saying much, but hey, <laughs> you know. So today we are discussing about business cards. Are they still relevant? Our, uh, yes. Thanks for yes, listening. Yes, thank you. And have a nice day. That's <laughs> so, our resident expert, Justin Kerr, will tell us why they are still relevant. Justin, take it away. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. No pressure, right? Well, yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while. You know, you and I both do a lot of networking. Yes. And collect a lot of business cards. And because of what I do, I have a particular fondness, actually, for business cards. I like them as pieces of design, but they're also, obviously, great marketing tool. So I want to talk a little bit about both of those things today. So to answer your initial question, yes, even in this digital age, business still cards relevant. are still relevant. They're one of the most cost-effective forms of marketing that you could possibly have. It's 14 square inches of marketing space that you give to somebody else. And they're relatively inexpensive. And you can actually have some very nice cards produced these days. You can get 500 for less than 100 bucks. But Mr. Kerr. I can get them for $19. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, there's lots of online vendors where you can get business cards really cheap. But you get what but, you pay for, right? Well, the thing that I, one of the things I wanted to point out was that this is something that is representing your brand. Yeah. You hand your card to somebody else, this represents you, it's your brand. So if it's a flimsy piece of poorly printed junk, that's your brand. Okay, that's what you're telling somebody is the quality of your product or service. So, yeah, you can find 500 business cards for 20 bucks. What I'm recommending is that you go with a quality vendor that's going to put it on really nice stock, is going to reproduce the colors well, and it's going to be printed at a high quality. Yeah, I mean, you want it to represent. I, your- I was being facetious, obviously. <clears throat> but, I know. I mean, because we all know those that there are places out there that you can buy a million cards for like twenty bucks, and you get right. what you pay for. And you can, you know, you can go crazy on the other end too. You sure. Know, you can spend a ton of money on business cards. I'm saying that for most people, solopreneurs, startups like that. For a $100 investment, you've got 500 of these little yeah. marketing tools at your disposal. They are the, one of the most cost-effective forms of marketing. There's also a value to business cards from a sensory point of view. So there's this term called haptic. And it's $5 word. Come on, yeah, it's, it's communicating through touch. I saw that word today in my phone. There's actually a haptic setting in the iPhone. Oh, now. the haptic feedback. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's the, that's the little vibration <laughs> feature. <when you're> like, <laughs> and then I saw it on Justin's notes, and I'm like, oh, there's that word again twice <laughs> in one day. It's all coming pay together. Attention, huh? <laughs> well, there's a haptic aspect to business cards, and that's communicating through touch. So when you engage more than one of your senses it allows you to retain that memory better. Mm -hmm. So business cards are visual and they're also tactile. So when you're seeing them and you're touching them, you're creating a stronger memory than if you just saw something on a screen. And brain science 
there's been lots of studies in brain science that shows that people apply a higher value to physical marketing over digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll put some of those studies in the show notes. But clearly people assign a higher value to things that they can touch and things that they can manipulate than strictly digital marketing. I swear I saw a study somewhere that said if you touch an object in a store, there's a certain percentage that you're more likely to buy that object. Yeah, you ever been to an Apple store? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you can touch everything there. They, all it is yeah. is a basically a big store where you big can showroom. play with their devices. Right. There's you know? something to be said about this haptic kind of relationship with objects. Absolutely. I mean, the first time I know you have an iPad with one of those really cool Apple pencils. And the first time I picked one up and played with it, you know, in the Apple store, the weight of it, the feel of it how smooth it was on the iPad. It's like, I wanted to buy it that okay, day. I get it. I, now you got to make me, can I see it please? <laughs> and I didn't even have an, I don't even have an iPad, but nice. it's, Ooh, it does have they've a done a, to it. Yeah. Can and I? they've gone to a lot of effort to make it feel right in mm-hmm. your hand. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like you look at it and because it's made out of a plastic material, right. you think it would be lighter, Mm-mm. you know? Very nice. Sorry. So yeah. So there, there's, a, there's a haptic quality to business cards, which adds value to it. And there's other things, too, that you can do to enhance cards. There's rounded corners, there's die cuts, things that would help make your card distinctive from somebody else's card. So I got this card one time that had the face of a lion on one end of it, you know, because mm-hmm. that was their mascot. But they die cut around the profile of the face. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's how memorable that card. We both know who you're talking about because exactly. Yeah. So that card stands out. Now it's still a standard business card size. I was just going to say that we've talked about that. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) we're going to get to that. My pet peeve. Sorry. Still a standard business card size, but there's that little bit of distinction. And I've got other cards because I'm kind of a geek and I collect business cards. But I've got other cards, like I got one from a photographer that had a square cut right in the middle of it. Hmm, so you could look through it to frame whatever yeah. you were looking at. That oh, is, I'm going to want to steal that. So there's some things like that, that you can cool. do to sort of enhance the haptic sure, of the business sure. card. I, there was watching this case study one time for a local marketing agency, and they were doing a case study on a client that they had worked with, which was a materials company that basically produced sand for all different kinds of industry applications. So what he did for them when he rebranded them is he found a vendor who could print on sandpaper. Wow. So they created these business cards that were, you know, very, very fine grit sandpaper. And then the contact information was silk screened on the sandpaper. So when you pick that up, you knew it. You understood wow, right cool. away what this company did. Yeah. How cool is that? You know, that's probably one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Now, now, what about these kitschy cards that are like you fold it up and to make different things? And Well, now you can go overboard yeah. with making your card distinctive. And here's what I would suggest is don't stray out of the standard size. I've gotten cards and I've brought some examples in today that are really big or they're round or they're, you know, they're square. But if you're a regular networker, you're going to have like some sort of binder or some sort of folio that you put your business cards in. And if you're producing your cards outside of a standard, which is three and a half by two, they're going to have a hard time fitting it into that folio. Yeah, just so you, so you people at home know, Justin has a loose ring binder right in front of us right now. And he's, he's, he's actually got probably a half a dozen or so, maybe a little bit more, of odd-sized cards 
that there's really no place for him to put them. He kind of has them in a little sleeve outside yeah. of it. Yeah, and really these no... are the ones I've kept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is about like a tenth of all the ones so, that I've gotten. The other ones yeah. went into the circular file. I was just going to say, so what ends up happening to those ones that you didn't keep? You yeah. Know? So the, the also, if you notice the size of a business card, it's about the size of a credit card. So when I go out, no matter where I go, I carry my business cards with me, and they yeah. just happen... You know, I'll bring a stack when I go to a networking event, but if I'm going to like a wedding and I'm changing out wallets or whatever I'm doing, I always bring a couple business cards because you never know who you're going to run into. Right. And they have to fit in my wallet. So if I had an odd shaped business card and all I have on me is my wallet for that day, I'm less likely to bring my own cards. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty bad. And. (laughs) And gentlemen, <laughs> this, this is a this, good point. This is a tip for the gentlemen who wear, who use wallets and have the wallet in their pocket. Don't put your your card in the wallet because what ends up happening is you sit on it, and when it you go to hand it up. out to somebody, yeah. it's all bent and wrinkled, and it's like very right. unprofessional looking. Yeah. You know? uh, I actually, when I bring my business cards to a networking event, I have a small metal case. Yes, yeah, what I've got that holds metal, I have one of those too. tiny metal case that has my right yeah. holds about fifteen cards. Yep. Uh, which is plenty for a networking event. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I mean, you, you might hand out one or two. You're not yeah, I mean, if you're if you're yeah. walking around handing everybody you see in a card, you're not doing you're it not right. doing it right anyway. No. So, yeah. and and you can learn more about that in our networking episode so with we, Bob Salvis. Yes, Bob Salvis. Yes. So I have a, I have a metal case where I keep you know my business cards, and it slips into my back pocket or slips into my jacket pocket. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy. Now I do keep a couple in my wallet. Mm-hmm. Just in case, because I don't always carry the little business right. card holder, but they do get kind of, you know, they start to get a little bit crapped up. They fray after a while and yeah. it's not worth it. It's more like just to have them just in case, but I do agree you should carry if you're going. You know, you yeah, I, I pretty much carry my little middle case everywhere I go now because I've know. gotten caught once or twice where I didn't have a card. So now it just automatically goes in my back pocket. I know it's right. because it's metal, it's safe and. I don't have to worry yeah. about it. I know? guess I have enough little things to carry. No, I have, like, I'm, <laughs> not saying, I'm not saying people should do the way I do. Lip I'm just gloss. saying because I have i don't like putting it in my in my wallet yeah. because of the crush factor. Right. Yeah, I did notice that those would get like, a little more like well, tattered. Well, especially for me as a photographer, I want people to look at the photos that are on my card. Mm-hmm. And if it's got a crease on it or something like that. That, that doesn't help you. Yeah. That doesn't help my, my brand, you know. So, yeah. But again, I mean, if you're if you're an, uh, an accountant, it may not make it as big a deal, yeah. you know. So, if it's slightly cre- creased. One other thing I just want to say before we go on to like the other points, just real quick is like, so people might be saying, especially like some of the younger people out there is like, well, why can't we just connect via LinkedIn or send each other an email right on the phone while we're right there? And that's all good and everything. But I think you get lost in the clutter and, mm-hmm. you know, going back to having that physical thing that you can touch. And then when you get home, you put it on the desk like this is the person that I need to connect with versus you get a LinkedIn notification, you accept them. And guess what? They get buried into the 50 other notifications yeah, that a, pop up on your phone. And then a month later, you're going, how do I know yeah, this person? <laughs> why am I friends with this person? So yeah. I think they're, you know, no matter it's a timeless piece. Yeah, the business card. Definitely. I mean, I when I come home from a networking event, first thing I do is pull out all the cards that mm-hmm. I've collected and I put them right in front of my monitor. And it reminds me, to follow I need to follow up with these mm-hmm. people. And as I follow up with them, then I can file them away. I, I have to admit, that's probably one of my weak points is follow, the follow-up. I, I I know I'm supposed to do it. I put them on my desk and then like three weeks later, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm supposed to do that, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, sometimes I get a little behind. But um, yeah, I mean, you make an excellent point. I mean... Over the last couple of years, I've heard a lot of people say, well, you don't need business cards anymore. But the reality oh, no, is, you yes, do. you do. Yeah. Absolutely I don't think do. they'll ever go. In my opinion, I, I hope they don't ever go because yeah. we're going to all get lost in the shuffle then, and, I think. you know, you, 
you made a point before, Alicia, that it's, well, we can just exchange contact information from phone to phone. And you can do that. But that says nothing about your brand. No. True. You know? Very true. And your business card carries your brand. Yep. It has your so, brand. It has whatever else Exactly. So it's relevant. not just about the information. No. No. Not at all. I agree. Now, some design considerations for business cards. And these are my personal design opinions, you know, based on my experience. Uh, you may have other designers that, you know, differ on what they would do with a business card. So take it. Take it for what it is. But number one, keep it simple. I've gotten cards that have, you know, an encyclopedia of information <laughs> on them. And they're overwhelming to look at. Oh, gee, I see one right here. Yeah. <laughs> we so, won't call anybody out. And yeah. the thing is, is, do you actually ever read the whole thing? No, no. And, you know, the point of a business card is it's a point of reference. It shouldn't tell somebody everything that they could possibly know about you or your business. It's really just a way for them to remember who you are. It carries a little bit of your branding and it gives them a way of getting in touch with you. So keep it simple. You know, I have... Okay, so this card that I'm looking at, I'm not going to give the name yeah, of don't, the card. Don't I would never do that. Bus. But there are 13 different things that they do on this card. All in different colors. Too. All in different colors. Yes, yeah. 13 different things. I got about three in and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> my own business card is probably a good example. On the front, it has the name of my company. It has my phone number. And my email address. Yeah. And that's it on one mm-hmm. side. And then on the back, it has some of the things I do and the website. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's all, all you, need. you need. It really is. You know? Now, admittedly, there are some people that work for large corporations that already provide them a business card template. And they're required to have, you know, like some people that work in the financial fields, they're required to have a certain amount of information on their cards. Yeah, they have their certifications and stuff like that have to be on there. Exactly. Yeah. And they have, you know, multiple phone numbers or multiple, you know. Uh, Fax numbers. So. Yeah. yeah. So in that regard, it's like if you're, if you're stuck in that system, there's not much you can do. But yeah. if, you're, if you have the power to design your own card... Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a starting point. It's not to, meant to tell the receiver everything that they could possibly ever want to know about you. So reduce the visual clutter as much as possible on the card. Mm-hmm. Now, in your case, Bill, you know you your cards have a photo on the back of them. Yes, which makes sense because you're a photographer. Right. Well, I hope it makes sense. <laughs> so you want to show you want to showcase your work. But okay. it's still very simple. Now, total disclosure here: Justin designed my card for me. But I mean, it, it is very simple. It's it's got my picture on one side, uh, or a vector logo of me. Yeah, it's your avatar. Side. My avatar. Thank you. That's the word for it. Thank you. I got to talk to the <laughs> the expert on this one to remember what it's called. Then it has my company name, my phone number, my website address, and my email address. Mm-hmm. And then on the back is just my company, a small thing that says my company name, and then the photo. That's one of my favorite really like, ones, by the yeah. way. That's the one with the fastback Mustang. Yeah, the fastback mu- back Mustang. But the thing is, is uh, Justin also turned me on to a company called Moo.com. Great cards. And I can actually, as a photographer, I can put 15 different photos on 100 cards. Right. Over the course of 100 cards. So they cards. become almost like trading cards. Well, yeah. Well, not only that. Say, for instance, okay, we, I shoot drone, drone work. I have a card that's got a picture of a drone on it. So if I'm talking to somebody about hiring me to do drone work... I'll give them that card because mm-hmm. now it's a visual reminder of what I do. Right. I'm not only a photographer, but look, there's a drone on there. That means he can do drone work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a way to keep it simple, but still get your point across. So right. You wanna... So here's here's a couple of little tips for keeping it simple. If you're putting your website address on there, 
you can leave off the leading www. Yeah, I, years ago it was suggested that you did put it on there, but right. now browsers are smart enough now that if you leave that off, it they automatically add it in. Mm-hmm. And some some websites addresses don't use the www. It's just http, mm-hmm. you know, colon slash slash, and then it's the website address. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows www already, so you don't need to put it on. Your website address, that'll shorten the website address and it reduces the visual clutter. clutter on the card. Now, if you can get away with it, one phone number, if it's absolutely positively necessary, like here's my office, here's my cell phone number, okay, it's, you know, put both of them on there. But if you can get away with one phone number, get, get away with yet. one phone number. And honestly, I don't know anybody who uses a fax machine anymore. <laughs> the I only time I so many cards with fax numbers. The on only them. time I see that that seems to be prevalent is still with account, bookkeepers and uh, bookkeepers, accountants, and lawyers. Medical sometimes. Sometimes medical, really? but outside, still? yeah, because some of them still use them. Wow. Here's the the, the surprising thing as far as medical. Uh, there are some hospital type situations where they won't accept an, a digital email yeah, form. It, needs to be it has to be fast. Physical fast. Yeah, it has to be wow. a physical okay. fast. Okay, I learned something new. Today. So, so in those cases, yes, I, I agree. You'd have to have them, but I but I also agree. You know, if you're a photographer, you don't need a fax number. Yeah, I don't own a fax, but the you know, if 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 you oh, haven't gosh. had a fax machine in four years and that's still on your card because you never off. took it off, yeah. take yeah. it off. Yeah. yeah. Quick um, question for you before we go too further. Yeah. Too much further. How often should you refresh a business card? For me, obviously, it's a when little you different. run out. <laughs> no, I'm, when I say refresh, I mean refresh the look of it. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> not oh, order no, more. Not reorder it. <laughs> now, you want to order them before you run out. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> but that's you another do. story. Um, no, how often you, you know look? the best printers will put a reminder slip in about twenty about one, a, thirty, about a hundred cards back from the end of your box. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, as far as when I say refresh, you know, how often should you look at your card and say maybe it's time for an update? Well, since your business card is part of your overall brand, mm-hmm. uh, if you've updated your brand, you want to update your cards as well. Yeah. Uh, if any of your information has changed, if you've moved or if you've gotten a different phone number, mm-hmm. you know, in your case, I know you refresh yours frequently because you're using photos on the yes. back. Yes. Yes. So as you, I'm slightly different as far as that. Right. Yeah. But I mean. You know, anyone who's using, uh, who's in the visual field, mm. you know, a photographer or videographer or somebody maybe who's an interior designer and you're using imagery on your card to showcase your work, you want to refresh that periodically because yeah. you want to show your latest and your best. Yeah. I mean, every time I order a new batch of cards, I look for a whole new set of photos. I try to, there are a couple that carry over that are kind of perennials that I really like. Right. But for the most part, I try to keep it the mix at about 10 to 15 different looks. And I would say at least 11 to 12 of those are brand new every time I go and swap out, just so I can have some new, fresh stuff out there. But anyway. yeah. So yeah, anytime either your branding changes or your content changes, I would say perfect time to update your card. And maybe you just want to use some different material. Maybe yeah. you found a particular uh, vendor that you like, you really like their stock. Stock, yeah. You yeah. know, I get a lot of compliments on my card because of the finish on it. It's yeah, kind you've of got a, more like a cloth finish it's almost like on it, right? a velvety finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've had people like massage my card after I've given it to them. <laughs> Yeah. like, wow, I really like the feel of this. As long as they're uh, not massaging you right well, away. Well, yeah, that's a different, that's a different sort of thing. But they, there's you know, something about the feel of a, of a good card. Yes. Yeah. And so if you've had your card for a while, but you want to upgrade the stock yeah. or you want to try a different vendor, mm-hmm. you know, there's an opportunity to, to change yeah. up. That's what, yeah. in my case, I would do that because uh, I had mine printed glossy, which I liked the look of it. And I was all about the look when I had it printed. Now looking back, you can't really write on it that well. It's a very good point. And that was the other thing I wanted to mention is... Oh, sorry. 
So no. No. Steal your thunder. You, you, no, no, you, no, you, you brought them right into it. Right into you it. brought them right okay. into it. So <laughs> leave some room on your card, preferably on the back, where when you're out networking, mm-hmm. uh, the other person can write down some information about you on that card. So when they get home later and they forget... <laughs> Who you are, mm-hmm. they can flip that card over and go, oh, right, uh, we met at this networking event on this date, and here's mm-hmm. some particulars about... Now, speaking of writing on cards, there's one thing that we haven't mentioned in any of our podcasts. What's that? If your phone number changes or your email address changes, for all love of all that's good, please get a new card. Don't cross out the phone number and put a new phone number yeah, on the card. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. It, it looks just, unprofessional. It's just it looks, unprofessional looking. I mean, I've actually had people in the past that have done that with me. They'll... Oh, my phone. This isn't my phone number anymore. Cross it out. And, and I'm amazed at how many cards I receive where people don't use the back of the card. Mm. You know, you've got two Blank. sides yeah. to this card. And there's no reason why you can't utilize the back of it. You know, especially I, if you have a lot of content, bring some of that to the back. Now, is that because people are sometimes just cheap? Because it does usually cost extra to print on. Like if you're going with some of these big name places, they charge you extra for you know, printing both sides. Printing technology has gotten to the point where it's really not any more expensive to print double side than it is single side. Mm. Now, maybe if you're going to an old school printer that doesn't do digital printing then maybe, and they're yeah. doing offset, yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more for the back side of the card. But uh, like you mentioned Moo and you know, no, both of us have used that vendor and it doesn't cost you any more to print two sides than one. A matter of fact, they encourage you to print yeah, well, on yeah. two sides. And you know, you have that real estate. Why not use it? You know, people are going to flip the card over. Mm-hmm. I've never handed my card to anybody who didn't flip it over. Mm-hmm. So it's just human nature when you get it. You want to see what's on the other side, yeah. Right. And yeah. so make use of that second side. And like you said, leave some room for notations for mm-hmm. people to write. And, you know, make sure that the back side is not glossy coated yeah, well, so people can actually put a pen to it. At least the side with the space on it has yeah. to be yeah. uh, And if they're flat. not writing on it, you can write on it too. Because how many times do you meet someone and you want to give them like a website to go to or, or information? Or a referral for somebody else like yeah. Bob Salvis. Exactly. Right. Yeah. exactly. So the writing thing is really, I think that's... You know, that was, a, that was a revelation for me when I first started using business cards. It was like... I can write on these because you look at it and go, oh, "That's a nice card." <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to write anything on that. You know, why would I want to? Why would I want to mess with a card that looks so good? You know? uh, I've got. I mean, I've got writing almost on on the back of every single one of these. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Single one of these cards, and uh, because you know, as I meet people, it's you. You know, I want to take notations so I remember later because I don't have a photographic memory. And you know, and I know some cards are industry specific. Like real estate agents will have a photograph of themselves on their card. Oh, how do you feel about that? Because I did put a picture on mine, but now I'm like, is that weird? Like, is it not for all industries? I think it's a personal choice whether you put a photo of yourself on the card or not. I think anytime you put a photo of yourself on the card, you do run the risk of other people passing judgment on that photo. Hmm. So, you know, that's just one, of, it's just human nature. You know, people will look at a photo and they'll decide in a split second. Whether they like your face or not, yeah, it's unfortunate. You know? but yeah, so <laughs> so funny though. That's you it's just one of those true. things that you need to consider. Mm-hmm. Why do real estate agents do that? Uh, I think uh, there's a security. Re- Someone once told me there was a security reason behind that. If they're giving, a, if if somebody else is giving out their card to a p- potential uh, seller, they want to be able to have that there. So if I go to meet you at my property, I know what you look like before you come up to the property. Oh, really? Right. I hadn't, I yeah, hadn't I, I heard this a long time ago. I don't know if it still holds true, but I. Somebody told me that that, that the car, the reason they put the photos of the, of the agent on the card is so 
when you go to see them, you know who you're looking for. Right. I just figured it was some sort of industry it's standard. E- even if you notice on a lot of the, uh, even the signs you see on properties being sold, they have, the face. They have their face too for the same I reason. I figured it was just such a highly competitive market that you, you, know, you wanted to That may be part of, the, part of the reason. Also, but you I don't think get like personal branding. Sorry, Bill. Because no, like, okay. a lot of times you work for like that bigger branch. So like sometimes your face is really your, your only, only brand. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, again, I could also see where it could be used security-wise. You know, you, know, you want to know who you're meeting and you know yeah. you get that on the card in front of you. So anyway. Sorry, Before I, I the days of Facebook. Yeah, I, <laughs> Before you could look somebody I don't, up. Like I said, well, I don't, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if that's still holds true now. It maybe just point. carry over. But So maybe there's no reason to put your face on the business card if you have a Facebook page or you have some other kind of social media where people can go and mm-hmm. see what you look like. What about QR codes or anything that brings somebody... <laughs> What do you I'm think? sorry. Did I? Did I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard a really loud I mean, I like QR codes, but not on a business card. Yeah, I mean, I've received some cards with a QR code on it, and you know, when we were talking to Bob Salvas about networking, QR code is is, is a selling tool. Mm-hmm. So you do run the risk of somebody feeling like they're being they're sold, sold to, yeah, because you're telling them, "Hey, go to this website, or go, you know, or get a special offer, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Ooh, I've seen business cards that have special offers right on them too. Uh, well, I think it depends on maybe it, it is used in photography. What you're doing, I mean, I guess it like if you're a massage therapist and you want to give somebody your business card and on the back it says your first visit is 20% off <laughs> or something. I, I guess I wouldn't see anything actually wrong with that, but I, I'm there always are, just leery about when we're talking about networking about being sold to. Well, yeah, I think you need to have different cards because I used to when I used to do portrait photography, like family portraitures, yeah. I would have something on the back that would say, you know, it was actually a spot where you could write in the time the of the appointment, appointment yeah. but also get 10% off your first day by 10. Yeah. That makes that's a very different thing than going to a networking event. So I'd have different cards for the networking events. Yeah. Doctors use the same type of thing where they put the appointment, appointment in the back card, of the card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's again different than going to a networking event. So you almost have to have two separate types of cards, I would I would argue. I think that's that a good one. recommendation. Or yeah, before you design it, just consider the primary use because some people don't network, but they still do need like doctors don't typically go to many networking events, but they still have cards, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean I think networking is great for many, many different industries, but there are sometimes people have cards and they're not at networking events, so they serve different purposes. Um, when I go to my dog grooming salon, they give me a business card. card. Yeah, and it's not for like the particular groomer, but it it's branded and it it's something about the texture, and they write on the back for the appointment. <laughs> so it's a business card too. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah I mean, so. but again, I think for the, what we're talking about here today, you're, you're really gearing more towards the networking as opposed to what the, the examples we just gave. Yeah, I mean, a lot of what I've been talking about has to do with you know marketing yourself, and you're mm-hmm. going to do that at networking events. So, so what is the takeaway that we need to take to take on from what you had to talk about today? Uh, I would say the major takeaways are, yes, business cards are still important. I think they're a key tool in your marketing toolbox. Remember that they are simply a starting point for someone to get in touch with you. Mm -hmm. So keep them simple. They don't need to say everything about you, just the basics. And go for high quality. You know, as high quality Quality as you can afford. Yeah, because this, this represents you. This represents your brand. So... Whatever you're handing somebody says a lot about the service or product that you provide. So make sure it's high quality. Mm-hmm. With that, I think, um, we, unless you had, Alicia, did you have another question? No. <laughs> she looked at me for a second like she, she was going to say something. Okay, I guess it's time for our shameless plug. For yes. those of you who enjoy our podcast or would like to hear other episodes that we've done, 
you can find us at marketingessentialsteam.com. There you can subscribe. If you are a subscriber, we have something special for you. You'll get a weekly email telling you when the next podcast is coming out. And you will also have access to some secret kind of extras that we offer uh, that just you wouldn't get otherwise. So definitely take some time and head over there and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Justin, how else can they? Uh, <laughs> Justin's laughing at me the way I said that. But it sounded <laughs> Call good. now. Call Bill now. Is you standing can, by. Yes, <laughs> I, I am. Alicia will be standing by. No, that's not right. Um, um, well, you can find us on Facebook um, at Marketing Essentials Team. Uh, and there we put up some uh, little marketing tidbits and uh, we do some Facebook Lives and just information about uh, the Marketing Essentials team. But if you really want to get into the know in regards to marketing your business, uh, I would recommend that you join our private Facebook group, which is Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. And you can find that on Facebook. And it is 120 members strong and growing, and it is filled with marketing professionals and small business owners. And it's a great place to hang out, learn more about how to market your business successfully, ask questions, you know, put up some marketing victories that you've had, um, or even some uh, you know, marketing challenges that you've sure. had so other people can learn from. Yeah, I mean, the great thing about that group is I've seen business, op- op- yeah, business owners helping each other. Yes. With, with struggles that they're having. And I think it's awesome. Yep. It, it's a great place to just be a sound, sounding board for struggles that you're having. Absolutely. All right. With uh, that, uh, guys, I think that's all our, our shameless plugs. I right? think we, we forget to mention also the, uh, I know we do this every time, but the Apple podcast also. For those of you who listen on the go, Marketing Essentials team at Apple Podcasts. Now, Alicia, I'm sorry. I think that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> and thank okay. you to our Rooms and Works co- uh, co-working space in Providence. That is where we record from weekly or, yes, when, yeah. when we come to you live. Yes. Well, not live. But well, from <laughs> pre-recorded live. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's time to wrap this one up. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Hey, Bye. have a great day. Bye. <laughs>